Welcome back to the Doggy Juice Pod, powered by Dimers.com. This is episode number 119, Friday, April 16th, 2021. And I'm coming to you live one last time from sunny southwest Florida. Next week I'll be heading back up to the homeland, Chicago. Looking forward to a fun summer in what is no doubt America's best summer city, even in these unprecedented COVID times. If you haven't been to Chicago between the months of June and September before, put that trip at the top of your bucket list. I promise it will not disappoint. We're coming off what is my single favorite time period on the sporting calendar. Nothing beats March Madness through the Masters, that one-month period. And while this year was different than years before it due to the pandemic, it was awesome having our normal schedule back. Special shout-out to Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters last weekend. Blindly betting on things is not something I normally do, and certainly something I don't preach here on the Doggy Juice Pod, but some of you listeners know this. I've been betting on Hideki to win the Masters um, outright for the past four to five years. Just the value's been there for me, and also bet him, you know, top five, top ten, top twenties as well. And it finally came through. A beautiful uh, score last Sunday. Obviously, uh, he really did well on moving day, but I was able to get him at 55, 60 to 1. And uh, the thing that kills me, though, is is uh, to celebrate 100 episodes of the Doggy Juice Pod last November. I bought a Hideki Matsuyama and Tony Finau ticket for all of my former guests on this podcast to celebrate the 100-episode milestone, and it would have been so much more fun if it came through, if Hideki came through last November instead. But I'm not complaining, and you know, yes, I, you know, I should also take this opportunity to remind people, because probably like once or twice in a lifetime you you hit something like this at these odds, but it's important to remember that when you do have big hits like this, that you don't view it as playing with house money when you win. The temptation's obviously there to bet more with that newfound money, but you have to remember to stick with your process. Enjoy enjoy the wins, of course, but keep that bankroll in check. Continue to build it by finding small edges on a daily basis and slowly building your bankroll over time because that's the way you do it. That's the only foolproof way, at least, without getting lucky on a you know 60-1 to Hideki Matsuyama hit. Uh, but it was definitely fun celebrating that Hideki win with you know some good sushi and Sapporos, that's for sure. But anyway, we have some very exciting developments in the sports betting industry since I last came to you. So in this episode of the Doggy Juice Pod, I'm going to dive into some quick hitters on the sports betting legalization front and also dive into a few other industry topics. Got some updated odds for NBA and Champions League for all of you. But before I begin, just a quick disclaimer that the opinions expressed on this podcast are always my own. Do not reflect the opinions of PlayUp USA, PlayUp Limited, or any of its subsidiaries. And in case you haven't listened to the Doggy Juice Pod recently, we officially launched the PlayUp Sportsbook in the state of Colorado last month. So all my listeners out there in the Rocky Mountain state, I know there's quite a few of you, be sure to download the PlayUp Sportsbook app and give it a whirl. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things happening for us over at PlayUp and I have some really cool announcements coming up soon that I'm really excited to share with all of you. And, and that kind of mirrors what's happening in the sports betting space right now, in the gaming space as a whole here in the U.S. And, of course, as we're about to get to soon, when it comes to the latest up, updates on state-by-state uh, state sports betting legalization here in the U.S., the Doggy Juice Podcast is always here to keep you up to date. Yeah, baby! Yeah. One more quick note. It was an absolute pleasure going on two of my favorite podcasts over the past week and a half. I had the pleasure of returning on Friend of the Doggy Juice Pod, Matt Landis's show, Props and Hops, last week to discuss a variety of sports betting topics, including golf handicapping strategy, 
the NFL draft, NFL draft betting strategy, and early takeaways from the Major League Baseball season so far. And it's not every day when you're asked to go on as a guest on one of your favorite podcasts, uh, especially podcasts I've been listening to for several years, but I had the honor of going on industry legend Jake's podcast, The Business of Betting Pod, uh, to talk more about sports betting philosophy and the state of the U.S. sports betting industry right now from a legalization standpoint. If you're interested in learning more you know, about this stuff, about sports betting legalization, then be sure to make both of those shows part of your weekly podcast portfolio because uh, they'll definitely make you a sharper sports better, no doubt about it. And if you're looking to bet on all of the upcoming action on the sports schedule with the Major League Baseball season underway, the NHL and NBA playoffs on the horizon, then check out Dimers.com for the best sportsbook deals and the latest offers at your local legal U.S. sportsbook. Dimers has information you need to take advantage of the best promos that books have to offer, and they can get you linked right onto those deals. So be sure to check out Dimers.com and make that a part of your daily routine. And of course, always gamble responsibly. All right, time to jump into some quick hitters. Oh, yeah! Uh, New York, New York, New York. The opportunity was there, and you appear to have squandered it. For those of you unaware, legal sports betting has been up and running in the Empire State for a while now, but only at physical brick-and-mortar locations. But the sleeping giant that is mobile wagering in, in New York has been doing just that, sleeping. The good news is that mobile wagering will be coming to the state soon, but the bad news is Governor Cuomo's plan appears to have won out in a very very flawed system is going to be put into place that's uh, it's going to thwart competition in free markets and ultimately negatively impact the, the consumer and state taxpayers. And the law is, is so confusing that even New York state lawmakers don't even know what the hell is going on, especially the guys, including the guys that are that are helping write it up. So essentially, based on my understanding of, of what's been approved in the state budget, is that, um, well, here's what we're looking at. It looks like only one or two licenses will be available, will be made available, and those licensees will have to share 50% of their revenues with the state, so it's a lot like the New Hampshire model. And in order to qualify, there must be an existing relationship with a physical, existing, and licensed commercial New York casino. But within those one or two licenses, it looks like there, there's going to be a minimum of four skins available, although we don't really know what that's going to entail. So it's a bit confusing right now. The, the bid process will be underway soon. They'll have to be offered by July 1st, is my understanding. And companies, are they going to gonna have a month uh, at that time to put their bids in. We're not really sure how this is going to play out, but it looks like you know, some of the usual big names stand to benefit from uh, what's going to be put into place. And the biggest winner here is undoubtedly going to be New Jersey, which should see its fair share of bettors continue to travel across the bridges from New York City to get their bets down uh, if New York continues to go down this path. So uh, it's a confusing one. I encourage people to, to read up on it if you're interested in learning more about how it's developing. But of course, I will continue to keep New York updates front and center here on the pod as things progress over there. Two more states legalized sports betting this week. Maryland was the first technically voters passed sports betting in a referendum last November in Maryland, but the enabling legislation uh, had to go through. And on Monday this week, the Senate unanimously approved House Bill 940, which will usher in a very unique state licensing structure. The state licenses are 
divided into two tiers, Class A and Class B. The Class A licenses are reserved for the six casinos in Maryland, the three professional sports teams, and the Maryland Jockey Club, which owns Pimlico and Laurel Park. Um, Then there's going to be up to 30 Class B licenses made available for bid. Uh, But the most interesting and and really forward-thinking aspect of this bill is the preference that it's going to give to minority-owned businesses. It's a lot like the state's recent marijuana law. There was a big focus over the past few months as state lawmakers ironed out the details, and and minority participation is indeed going to be a key part of how this structure is going to work. It's going to provide opportunities for several new uh, exciting companies to enter the space in that state. And with that many licenses up for grabs, we are bound to see some unique and exciting things happen. So the tax rate will be a little high relative to other states at 15%, but the competition will be there to offer better competitive prices with that many uh, licenses available. So we should be seeing a, a flourishing sports betting market in the old line state at around this time next year. Uh, but physical sports book locations have a great chance to be up and running by NFL kickoff this September. Arizona also officially joined the fray this week. Governor Doug Ducey signed the Arizona sports betting legalization into law on Thursday, making the Grand Canyon state the 27th state here in the U.S. to legalize sports betting. So now less than three years after PASPA was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court on May 14th, 2018, over half of U.S. states have legalized sports betting. Just like the, the Maryland bill, the Arizona bill is a complicated one. Half of the state's 20 licenses are going to go to gaming tribes with this, you know, within the state, and and the tribes with you know tribes with more than one location can operate with multiple sports books under that same single license. So it could get pretty interesting there. And also interestingly, the other 10 licenses that are going to be available of the 20, those are going to belong to the sports organizations within the state. So your your Arizona Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, the Coyotes, the Phoenix Raceway, just to name a few. And we, you know, we're already seeing market access deals fall into place. Shortly after the bill was signed this week, FanDuel announced a, a, a partnership with the Phoenix Suns, and DraftKings announced a deal with TPC Scottsdale in the PGA. So uh, there's there's also rumors going out there that BetMGM is going to be partnering with uh, the Gila River Indian Community, which offers a number of Arizona uh, or operates, sorry, a number of Arizona casinos, and the tax rate in Arizona is a very reasonable eight percent. There's plenty of licenses to go around, so it's foreseeable that Arizona is going to hit the ground running once operators get up and going. And uh, it's going to be interesting also to watch how how all this plays out, since you know Arizona will be the first state that neighbors Nevada to go live with sports betting. And as we know, even even though Vegas is the sports betting capital of the world. You still have to register in person for mobile wagering over there. So Arizona going live is going to put a lot more pressure on Nevada gaming to get with the times and remove that in-person registration requirement. I think you know it's it's going to be really intriguing, you know, on my end at least, to, to monitor the Nevada numbers uh, once the Arizona market is established soon. And the Arizona bill also legalizes daily fantasy sports. So exciting things happening over there. Welcome to the club, AZ. Pay attention to the action taking place in Florida and Texas right now, too. Talks are being had in both state legislatures. Um, it, 
And if those bigger states get this right, they can really make a big increase in the national sports betting handle numbers that we're seeing increase by the month. And it's crazy to think of how far we've come in such a short time with this whole legalized sports betting thing here in America. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like this is catching on a little bit. But this week, the NFL officially announced that it's making Caesars, DraftKings, and FanDuel its official sports betting partners. And not even three years ago, the NFL, along with the other major U.S. professional sports leagues and the NCAA, uh, they were named parties against New Jersey in the PASPA case. And now the leagues, you know, they're benefiting the most right now. They've realized how much of a boon legalized sports betting is for them and and for the interest in, in their sport and from a partnership and, an, and a fan engagement standpoint. Why else would anyone be watching you know, uh, what's a good example here? Like a Chiefs down, or the Chiefs beating down on the Jaguars by 24 points during the fourth quarter. I mean, who would really care about that game if they didn't have money on uh, maybe like the total or player props or something like that? You know, same thing in the NBA. Who watches those late blowouts? Keeps fan interest going. And a tweet by Vison's Ben Fox really helps put into perspective how fast the leagues have shifted their stance on this stuff and how they've completely 180 now that uh, they can start making money off this. But back in August of um, of 2012, the NFL sued New Jersey over its sports betting bill, which paved the way for you know, the PASPA case later on uh, last decade. Um, and in June 2015, the NFL canceled a fantasy football event in Las Vegas involving Tony Romo, and that was less than six years ago, just like the appearance of involving itself with Las Vegas. And the NFL stepped in and canceled that event. But then just a couple years later, in 2017, the Raiders, uh, the NFL approved the Raiders move to Las Vegas. And then a year after that, PASPA was repealed in 2018. And then by February of last year, the NFL approved in-stadium betting lounges. And now, as of this week, the NFL is officially in bed with sports betting operators as its partner. So... Remember, it's all about the money, people, no matter what they tell you. And while I love to see all this happen, also remember that it was quite simply antiquated, backwards, head in the sand thinking that prevented us from having this all sooner. And if nothing else will solidify that this sports betting thing is front and center to stay, Pete Rose is back in the game. Charlie Hustle officially joined U-Pick Trade as a spokesperson this week. Uh, some of you listeners might remember the, the You Pick Trade saga you know, slash fiasco that I, I covered here um, in a couple episodes back in February, I think it was. And when you know You Pick Trade, basically they had a very short-lived partnership with the Vegas Golden Knights. Basically, it's a, it's a betting website based out of Mexico, and they charge you you know monthly fee for for their picks. But it was a puzzling partnership, a very short-lived one with the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't take long for the Golden Knights to cave under public pressure, realize their mistake after entering into that partnership, which still baffles me that that even went into play uh, the place the, in, the, in the first place. I mean, it's just, it, it absolutely boggles my mind. But uh, it was a puzzling one, and, and it didn't take long, like I said, for them to realize their mistake there. But now you pick trade is back in the media this week, bringing in Pete Rose as a spokesperson. He's going to be giving out his plays and his analysis for baseball and a, a few other sports. Uh, but I, I can't help but wonder if Pete Rose bets numbers and not teams. We shall see, but actually maybe we shouldn't because you should not be paying for picks, people. (coughs) Moving across the pond and away from the legalized sports betting landscape, the Champions League semifinals are set. We've got the two oil money clubs, my beloved Manchester City and PSG, matched up. 
And then we have Chelsea squaring off against Real Madrid. City is the short, uh, short shot to win their first Champions League trophy. They're sitting at around plus 125, plus 150 on futures boards, followed by PSG at around 3-1 to one odds. And then you have Chelsea and Real Madrid um, at around 4-1 to one odds to, to win it all. So it's safe to say that barring a rash of injuries that the winner of the City versus PSG matchup will be strong favorites in the final on May 29th in Istanbul. I have a feeling that Pep Guardiola, Sergio Aguero, and the City lads are going to finally get it done for me this year and be the champions of Europe. Uh, and Be on the lookout because it will definitely be bringing on the fine lads over at the Top Class Finish Soccer Podcast to preview the Champions League final later next month. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. Updated odds to hoist the Larry O'Brien Trophy. The Brooklyn Nets are your short shots at a consensus plus 250. For you noobs out there, that means you wager $100 and you win $250 plus your $100 back. The Lakers are next at around plus 350, followed by the Clippers at around they're in the 5-1 to 7-1 to to range, it looks like. Uh, depending on where you shop. Of course, you should be shopping around. Uh, The Western Conference leading and best record in the league, Jazz are next at consensus 7-1 odds, followed by the Bucks at around around plus 758-1. Your Eastern Conference leading 76ers, although it's close, they're they're next. Uh, I know they're barely uh, above. It's a pretty tight race there in the East, but they're next, 76ers at a consensus 12-1. And then there's a pretty decent drop-off to the next team in line. The Suns at around 20, 25 to 1. And, of course, if you're looking to bet futures, you're almost always better off doing a money line rollover, which I've talked about in recent episodes you know, as it relates to March Madness. And, you know, you can't do a money line rollover per se in the, in the NBA playoffs, but you could just do so by betting the series price come playoff time and then taking your initial stake plus your winnings in each round and rolling it over. You'll uh, get a lot better of a payout almost every single time and usually a much bigger payout. Like I said, if you're looking to wager on these, be sure to shop around too for the best price. If you're looking to play the futures, you should be shopping around because the market prices vary pretty wildly and you'd be shortchanging yourself just to be betting at one book. Uh, Just for an example, as I'm recording this, I'm seeing the Suns at 20 to 1 at one prominent book and 25 to 1 at another. And if you're looking to bet NBA props lately, and if if you're if you're looking to do that, if you haven't been following Dimers.com, then you've been missing out, my friend. The Dimers team has proven to become the best in the biz when it comes to finding NBA player prop value in the association, dishing out a very high percentage of winners on the regular. And if it's not in the association, the Dimers bot over at the Quick Picks section at Dimers.com runs thousands of simulations that can help you find an edge on whatever game you're betting on in whatever sport, whether it's a side, total, whatever whatever you want. So be sure to make Dimers.com a part of your daily handicapping process. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Podcast. As always, follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. And if you liked listening to this, then please, please rate the Doggy Juice Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you can. And just give that quick rating. It only takes 10 to 15 seconds. Really helps get the pod out to more people who might be interested in hearing it, especially those who are interested in learning more about the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization as more and more states legalize, and also people who want to become just a better sports better during these very exciting times in the industry. Anything that you can do to help spread the word, spread the love, it's very much appreciated. Next week, we have the return of Hollywood Craig on the podcast to do our annual Academy Awards preview. 
betting on the Oscars is now legal in three U.S. states, and it's something that other states will eventually figure out and add to their menu in the years to come. And we don't care what the market is here on the Doggy Juice Pod. If there's an edge to be found, we are going to pounce on it. So don't miss next week's episode if you want to find some betting value on the Academy Awards, or if you really just want to know what the hell's been going on in the movie industry over the past year since the pandemic started, be sure to give that a listen. All right, good luck on your action this weekend, and I will talk to you all again soon. Doggy Juice out. Out.